Hello and welcome to The New American. I'm Chef Phil Stannard. Today we'll be making a fluke ceviche with yuchia chips, a tomato and fennel soup with chive oil and fried tomatillo chips, as well as a pork two ways with a celery root puree, braised pork, seared pork tenderloin, and a red wine cherry sauce. Let's get started. Okay, so we're going to start off with our pork ribs. They're uh, going to take the longest to cook because they're being braised. We're going to season them with a little bit of salt and pepper on both sides. Now the salt that I'm using is uh, Himalayan pink salt. It's really great because it has other minerals in there other than just the salt, so it has a lot of flavor. It's also got some health benefits to that as well. So a nice hot pan, some canola oil or other vegetable oil. And we're just gonna start searing that. Okay. While that's happening, we're gonna start caramelizing our mirepoix, our vegetables that are gonna go in with the ribs. What we have is uh, onions, celery, and carrots. We're gonna put them into the big pot that we're going to end up braising our pork in. Again, you want to make sure that you have a nice nice hot pot or you can use a high-edged pan. And just start getting a little bit of color on those. Into that we're going to add a sachet with a little bit of black peppercorns, anise, and coriander. We're just going to wrap that up in some cheesecloth so it doesn't get away. Just kind of roll it up like a mummy. And then tie it with a little bit of butcher's twine so none of, any, none of those pieces get out. Just add that right in with the mirepoix. That's just going to cook for a while while we uh, get some color on it. What we're going for is a nice medium to dark brown on both the mirepoix and on the pork. Okay, for our celery root puree, we're going to need some cream and milk. Also some butter. And our celery root, which we've uh, peeled and diced up. Just want to add your celery root into the pan. Add your milk and your cream, about a 50-50 mix, just enough to cover. And then we're going to add in some butter as well. We're going to let that cook until it softens up, and then we'll season it and puree it a little bit later on. Now we're getting a nice color on here. I'm going to flip it over, get the same on the other side. Okay, so we're going to let a little more color get on our, on our pork and our mirepoix. We're going to let our celery roots soften up. And after that happens, we're going to come back and work on our soup.
Okay, so we have our mirepoix all caramelizing in the pot here, getting ready for the pork ribs. We have our celery root cooking down in our milk and cream mixture, getting ready to be pureed. We're gonna start working on our tomato fennel soup. We're gonna start off with our pot, some chopped up fennel. That's gonna go in there. Along with some chopped up white onion, sweet onion, Vidalia is great. We want that to just sweat down, not really get too much color on it, just uh, get a little translucent. While that's happening, we're gonna make another sachet. This one's gonna contain some basil, some thyme, bay leaf, a little bit of garlic. It's nice to crush it a little bit so you get a nice flavor out of it. And then again, some coriander and black pepper. And again, we're just gonna roll that up in the cheesecloth just so nothing gets away again. Don't want any stray peppercorns in your soup. Tie it up with a little bit of butcher's twine. You just throw that in there as well. It's gonna add a nice amount of flavor, but we're gonna be able to pull it out a little bit later on. We just wanna let that sweat for a little while and add a little bit of salt and pepper at this point. Don't wanna to put too much pepper in there because you have your pepper in the sachet. All right, well that's starting to melt a little bit. We're gonna add, we're gonna add our tomato paste into our mirepoix. And let that start to cook out a little bit. Once that's cooked out, we're gonna add our red wine and let that cook out a little bit as well. All right, now that our uh, tomato paste is caramelized a little bit, we're gonna add our wine, take some red wine, Add in there, we want to let that cook off the alcohol a little bit. As well, our onions and our fennel have sweated out, nice and translucent now. What we're going to do is add our wine, a little bit of white, and a little bit of red as well. And again, let the alcohol cook out of those. You can, kinda, you can basically smell when the alcohol is cooked off. It'll smell like alcohol, and then it won't. Once it doesn't anymore, we're gonna add, add in our pork to our mirepoix. Then we're just gonna add enough water just to cover it. We're gonna leave that on the side, let it be covered. This is gonna simmer for depending on how big of a rib you have, an hour and a half to two hours. Basically until it gets soft and you can pull it apart with your hand. So we'll come back to that. With the uh, alcohol cooked out of our soup, we're gonna add the tomatoes, diced up. And just let that cook. If you have a lot of tomatoes, you might wanna add a little bit of water, but tomatoes have a lot of water in them already. So it's gonna really just come out on its own. We're going to check on our celery root, make sure it's nice and soft, which it is. And then we're going to be able to puree that. We're going to strain it out, 
I'm just going to use my slotted spoon, dump out all the excess liquid. Just want to keep a little bit of the liquid still in there just to make sure that it'll be able to puree. So I'm going to get our blender and we'll come back and get that started. Okay, now that we have everything cleaned up, we've got our blender here. We're going to start pureeing our celery root. You know, you like to use a slotted spoon so you don't get too much liquid in there. You can always add more in. You want our puree to be fairly thick. And adding liquid is necessary. Put that aside and reserve it for later. The great thing about all these dishes are that you can make most of the parts of them ahead of time and then if say you're entertaining you have family or friends over then you can put everything together and you don't have to take a lot of time away from your guests. All right so our soup is cooking down it's probably going to be another 10 minutes or so and while that's happening we're going to start on our pork roulotte. All right so what we have is a pork tenderloin here and again we're just going to season this up pretty basic salt and pepper all around. Both sides, make sure you get it nice and even on there. And then we're going to use a product called transglutamase. And what that is, it's often commonly called meat glue. And if you notice, when you look at a pork loin, tenderloin, it gets thin at one end and it's nice and thick at the other end. And what's gonna happen is the thin end is gonna cook fast and the thick end is gonna still be raw or more rare than you really want it. So what this is gonna do is help bind it all together. So it just takes a very little bit of this and you just sprinkle it on there wherever it's gonna make contact. And then you just fold it over. After this sits for about four to six hours, it'll be entirely one piece again. Next, what we're gonna do is wrap this up really tight in plastic wrap, and we're gonna add these herbs with it. We got some nice uh, thyme. I'm gonna put it on both sides, basically all around. Some, a little bit of oregano, some beautiful rosemary. Just wanna kinda have that everywhere. 
then we're going to wrap it up tight in plastic wrap. Making sure to get your herbs on all sides. After we have it all wrapped up really tight, which is also going to help keep that shape, we're going to tie off both ends. We're going to do almost what you would call sous vide, except for we're not vacuum sealing it. It's going to allow all the juices from the pork to kind of marinate inside here without actually having water in there. But we're going to be able to control the cooking temperature by controlling the temperature of the water. And again, this can all be done ahead of time, so you don't need to worry about it later. Soup is looking nice. Okay. You're just going to tie off one end, give it a little twist, so nothing gets out of there. Very securely, make sure you, again, you don't want any water seeping in there. You want to make sure it's really good and tight on there. And then the other end, this is how we're going to make this shape really natural, straight across, being the same. Twist it and twist it and twist it until it's really tight. You see now it's uniform from end to end. And again, we're just going to tie that off piece of string. I like to wrap it around a couple times so make sure nothing gets in. Then we'll just refrigerate that for a little while, let the transglutaminase do its thing, and we'll get on to pureeing our soup. It's about ready. So we're going to have about five more minutes for that, and then we'll be pureeing that. The authentic recipes for all of our products are signature to La Morena. The chilies are literally hand-picked for each can. Everything is manufactured in Mexico and imported into the U.S. La Morena is best known for its quality and authentic flavor, giving our users a taste of home. Stock up on flavor with La Morena. Okay, now everything in our soups is softened up really nicely. We want to make sure that we pull that sachet out of there before we blend it. Otherwise, it'll get stuck in your blender and make a real mess. You want to squeeze all the liquid out of that, get all the flavor you can into your soup. Then we're going to add it into our blender. And then puree it until it's smooth. I like to start the blender off slowly so it doesn't shoot everything out like a geyser. And then bring it up to speed as you go. Just going to let that puree for a moment. Then we'll give it a taste, see if it needs any seasoning. 
seasoning it before, but you always want to check and make sure. That's great. So again, this is something that you can make the day ahead of time. Put it aside, and when your guests arrive, just have to heat it up. The next thing we're going to do is our chive oil. Basically, we're just going to take some chives, and we're going to add those into some boiling water just to blanch them. They're just going to take a few seconds in there. Just until they get really nice bright green. Then we're going to remove them. Try to get most of the water out. Put them into the blender. We're going to add some oil to that. Get a beautiful, nice green color out of this, and then we're going to strain it. Basically, for this, we're going to let gravity do its thing. You want a nice, fine strainer, some cheesecloth. You use a chinois if you have one. Just going to kind of let that sit there. We don't want any of the solids in there. We just want a lot of the delicious chive flavor and color. Take a look at our pork and see how that's doing. Okay, so we're going to pull that out. Want it to be soft enough so that you can pull it apart with your hands, but not so soft that it falls apart when you try to take it out. Okay, so we're going to put this aside, let it cool down a little bit. We're going to get all our stuff for our garnishes ready, for our soup and for our ceviche, and then we'll be right back. Okay, so now we're going to work on our garnishes and also our sauces. But first, we're going to start off by poaching our pork loin. This is one that we wrapped up earlier. It's been sitting, marinating its own juices, and nicely sealed. We're going to put it into a water bath. Now, this is about 170 degrees. It should be just a little bit below boiling. And then we're just going to add this in here. It's going to cook for probably about 15 or 20 minutes. We want to keep checking the temperature, the internal temperature. We want it to be about 100, 130 degrees inside. So we're just going to cover that and let it cook for a little bit. And we'll go on to our garnish. Now the garnish that we're doing here first is this yutia, which is a root vegetable. This is going to be our chip that's going to go with our ceviche. Basically these, we're just going to have some hot oil. This is running about 350 degrees. We're just going to gently drop some nice ones in there. Make sure you're always putting it away from yourself so you don't splash yourself with hot oil. Just make sure those are moving around in there. You're going to get a nice golden brown, golden brown on that. Flip them over as you're going. Make sure they get nice color on both sides. If your oil starts getting a little too hot, if they start getting too dark on the outside, just pull it off the heat for a little bit. So we've got about a minute or so for these to be ready. And then we'll be going on to the tomatillos. 
tomatillos are kind of like a green tomato. They have a little kind of leaf wrap around the outside generally when you see them in the store. These are sliced nice and thin and what we're going to do is we're going to dip them into this tempura batter and fry them up and that's going to be a nice little chip that's going to go with our tomato soup. Alright, just another few seconds on these. This is a red yutia. There's a red and white. These ones have nice little red or purple flecks in the middle which makes them ideal for a garnish. You can use any sort of root vegetable for a chip like this. One that I personally like a lot is lotus root. It's just kind of hard to find, but it's got a wonderful little spoke sort of shape on the inside. All right, these are nice, so I'm gonna pull them out with a slotted spoon and put them right over here onto our paper towel. Drain off any excess oil. Okay, I'm gonna just season those as soon as they come out. So just get all that flavor into them. Make sure our oil is nice and hot as we go. So again, we have that tempura batter. Make sure it's all nice and mixed up. Okay, so we're just gonna add these in here. Make sure they're nicely coated on each side. And again, kind of putting it away from yourself, right into the hot oil. You're gonna float right up. Again, these are gonna take a minute, a few minutes. Get a nice golden brown color on each side. Well, that's working. We're gonna start our sauce for our pork. Start off by reducing some red wine. Put some dried cherries in there so they get all that nice flavor in. That's going to start sucking up some of the wine as well as adding some of that nice fruity flavor into that. Once the wine is reduced a little bit, we're going to add some of the liquid from the pork that we strained and reduce that down by about half. Okay, now that our uh, tomatillo chips are nice and fried up, nice and crispy, pull those out of the oil and again, put them on the paper towel so they get all that extra oil drained off of them. Season. Gonna add some of that liquid that we had from before. We drained, uh, strained it out from the pork. Gonna add a little bit of that in there and let that reduce just slightly. While we do that, we're gonna start pulling our pork All you just want to do is remove all the, all the bones, any sort of tendons or anything that's in there. Just pull it apart. Nice chunks of it are in there. Okay, we're going to check on our pork tenderloin now. I want it to be about 130 degrees inside. Not quite fully cooked because we're going to sear it a little in a minute. 
make sure your thermometer gets all the way right into the inside. And that looks pretty good, just about perfect. We're gonna take that out. Let that sit. Our sauce is reducing pretty nicely right now. What we're gonna do is add just a touch of xanthan gum. This is a thickener. You just don't wanna put too much in there. It'll start making kind of slimy consistency if you put too much. So just a little bit will do fine. You can always add more later. All right, so we're just about good, and we're going to start putting everything together now. Okay, now we're going to start putting together our dishes. We're going to start off with our fluke ceviche. This is very simple. It's cooked with the acid, so it doesn't really take any time. Just going to add some of our some of our chopped up fluke in here, nicely diced. We're going to add some pickled red onion, which is just some vinegar, salt, and sugar. You make it as salty or as sweet as you like. Need a little bit of liquid in there as well, it's fine. Some tomatoes, cherry tomatoes diced up or sliced up. Some jalapeno, depending on how much heat you like, you can put as much as you want in there. I like heat, so I'm gonna put a fair amount in there. A little bit of garlic chopped up as well. Some chopped cilantro. Some avocado diced up. Season that. Then we're going to add three different citruses in here. We're going to use some lemon juice, some lime juice, and some calamansi juice. Calamansi is an Asian citrus. It's kind of green on the outside, orange on the inside. Best describe the flavor, um, I would call it uh, basically like a combination of orange, lemon, and lime all put together. We'll just give that a little bit of a mix. And let that sit for a couple of minutes. While that's letting the acid cook, we're gonna start plating our soup. So of course, we're gonna put our soup into our bowl. And then we're gonna drizzle a little bit of our chive oil on there. We're gonna add our chips, our tomatillo chips, on the front there so they don't get too soggy. That's pretty much good to go. Put that aside. We'll finish up plating our ceviche. Now this can cook for, well, cook in the acid for 10 minutes, 15 minutes. You don't want it to go too, too long. And then I'm just going to put it on a plate right down the center. You can put it in a martini glass, margarita glass, anything like that also looks really nice. Then we're just going to finish it off with a little bit of pick cilantro. We'll come back in just a moment and we'll finish up our pork. Okay, so now we've removed the plastic wrap from around our pork tenderloin. We've removed all the herbs, seared it off nice and golden brown on each side. I'm going to take that out. 
put it aside for a moment while we start our plate. We're going to start off with that celery root puree that we had before. A nice dollop of it on the plate. Just going to drag that across. Then we're going to add our nice pulled pork that we added a little bit more of that liquid in to reheat it. Put that right down the center. And we're going to slice our pork. Nice medallions. One pork loin will actually feed several people. We're just going to layer those out nicely over our, our pulled pork. And then we're going to finish with our sauce. Making sure to get some of those cherries in there. Just a little dribble around, a little on top. And I like to finish that with a little bit of micro greens, or in this case, we have some baby beet greens and baby radish greens. A few of those are on the plate as well for a nice color. Okay, so there you have it. We have our fluke ceviche with our chips, our fennel tomato soup with our fried tomatillos and chive oil, and our pork two ways with dried cherry and microgreen. Thanks for watching. I'm Chef Phil. This has been The New American. You can always check me out on my website, thenewamericancooking.com. Thanks for watching. See you next time.